This is an after-school program podcast. Welcome to the Home Studio Hangout Podcast, where we explore what it's like building, running, and working out of a home studio with your hosts, Joshua Matutuk, Andrew Simmons, and many guests in different areas of the music industry. And welcome back to the podcast, Home Studio Hangout. Uh, today we are here with my friend Daniel Sukta. Suchta. Such. Yeah, Suchta. 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 I'll take them all. Honestly, I'll take them all. That's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Suchta. He's a. Uh, the bass player and singer in Convictions, also vocalist and, I guess, primary songwriter and producer in World Divided. Mm-hmm. And just all around good dude. Thank me you. And, me and him have uh, been like road homies, I guess, for a couple years. And yeah. And like kind of keep in touch yeah, via I the, via the internet. Yeah, you in audio feed. Yeah, at audio feed. Yeah, that was the first time I met you. And then we and played then, together again uh, at, where was it? Um, in Wisconsin. At that dope festival with the with the masseuse. Oh, oh, Loud and Proud. Was that it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Loud and Proud. Maybe it was. Yes, because you told me about it. You're yeah. like, yo, you need to yeah. go. And I was like... Okay, and then I they, went, and yeah, I, it yeah. was so funny too because I had back problems because I was like sleeping I was just hurting that morning because I slept wrong or something. So yeah, sleeping in a fifteen passenger van will do that to you, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was sleeping like I would sleep. They had bunks, and I would. I just. I was like, I'm not sleeping on that. I was like, I'm just gonna sleep on the floor instead. So I would just because we had we took out the bench, and so I just yeah. slept in the middle of the thing, and yeah, yeah. I would was, be living. Uh, I called it. I called it my uh, swamp. Cause like for so, for some reason, cause like the AC that or like the water that runs under the car, yeah, like as you're driving, like is seeping through to the through the floor, and so I'd be sleeping <laughs> on the floor and like it would be damp. So I just call it my swamp, and I and like I'm I got I got like a shrek. rash on my leg because of it, and it was a it was a it was a journey for sure. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> what a way to start! I mean, because that was like one of your first runs, dude. That was my first time touring like ever. With them in, or with, just in no, general? No, in general, like ever. That's wild. So, so yeah, so like when I joined with them, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go on tour for six months in a row, like nonstop. <laughs> and it was just like I've never traveled. I've never like played shows consecutively like that. And like so it was just like, yeah, you're just going to you're just going to do it. I was like, all right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bet sounds good. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I think, yeah. uh, sorry. Let, no, 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 you're good. But yeah, that's kind of how we met and everything. Um, but we'll come back to some of that. Uh, dude, let's start with where are you from? Right. So I am from, I was born and raised, uh, Arizona, AZ. And I'm in the Phoenix area right now. I'm in the uh, well. I won't say where I'm at, but Phoenix area is where I'm at. Nice. So, um, My, uh, Phoenix, AZ. You're the second Arizona boy to be on the podcast, dude. I know Steven. the dude who uh, I can't remember his name, but that Steven, was such a he's good in episode. Prescott. Yeah, he's in Prescott. Yeah, Prescott. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, right now it's 97 degrees, but lately it's been like 110, 100 and like 100. I think we reached 114 a couple oh. days ago. Like God. it has been hot. It has been blazing oh. hot. And it's so funny because like I'm so used, to, I'm just used to it. But like, oh my god! I mean, I'm like wearing a beanie and stuff. Like, bro, you're. That's what I was gonna say. You out here wearing a long sleeve <laughs> black shirt and a and a beanie. Yeah, I've been dressing up like a like an anime ninja, <laughs> and I just go outside and cover completely covered up, mask on, and everything. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, so let's see. So born raised Arizona. Um, so what? What was the growing up life like for you? Was it like um, super involved in church, super involved in music? Like kind of where did you get your musicality from? Yeah. um, Yeah, I guess I was. So I was like, yeah, I was raised in church for sure. Like I can definitely say that Um, Mm -hmm. raised in church, I think from like five all the way up, you know, to now. And um, like. I music for me didn't really start till like um maybe when I was in seventh grade. That's when like I actually started getting into like playing music because yeah. my mom, she was like, my mom was like, oh, I want my kids to know how to play instruments. Like doesn't matter if they stick with it or not. They'd have to learn how mm. to play something, you know, and she doesn't yeah. even know how to play instruments or do anything like that. But like that's just like one of, that was one of her rules. And so mm-hmm. I had to learn how to play saxophone. So I, oh. cause I was like, I'll pick sax, I'll play sax. So I, I play my alto sax and, um, that's where I started. And I, it was in school and band and I was just like, kind of went through that. I went through school and then I picked up guitar, like a little, I picked up a guitar in like eighth grade Okay. I had like a, I had like a breakup with a girl and <laughs> and my that my homie was starting to learn how to play guitar and and he was like she's he's she started taking her attention to him because he was playing guitar so I was like all right I'm gonna learn it faster and better than you just so I can get this so I can win this girl and then That's like amazing. we just ended up starting like playing like we just we would just like we were like play to like show off and then we we're like yo that's kind of sick and then we just like play together but <laughs> As in, like, groups and, like, playing music and stuff like that. Like, my church would always be, um, we'd have this thing called, like, uh, oh, man, I don't know why I can't remember. It's called a door scene because my church is called The Door. Okay. And so it's, we call it a door scene, and we would have it every every Saturday. We have, mm-hmm. like, rap groups. It was mostly rap because that's all mostly what people could do yeah. in our area. And so it would be, like, rap people. And my my mom and dad were, like, part of one for a little bit. So, like poetry and like writing lyrics and stuff like that i mean i feel like that's like talent that comes from my mom mm-hmm. and my dad and stuff like that. that's where they do but like none of them really have like a musicality to them you know what i mean yeah but there's a honestly there's a sense especially because you do so much songwriting now right like a lot that is kind of innate in you just from your parents mm-hmm. doing it you know what i mean you being around right. it so much right so it's like yeah so it's like so like there was I was always at a some type of show for like a long time. Not me not even realizing that it was like a show. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, it's like I have been doing this, I guess, for a while now. Like part of the door scene. They would have like skits that would go on and like then we mm-hmm. sing then they do songs and yeah, it was just like a it's a whole it was a, it was all like a whole thing. So I did that for a while and then obviously like now I'm 
now I'm doing it like in a different scale outside of my church. Like, yeah. so, um, but yeah, I don't know. No, that's that cool, man. Uh, so, and then what kind of got you into like heavier music? Cause that's like, I feel like there's a stark transition with most people where it's like, yeah. I get so, into music and then like something happens or I find a band or something yeah. like that. And like, you just deep, go deep into Dude, the heavy deep dive music. into it. So like, I remember I was, so like I grew up on country music and Christian music. Oh man. Like, so like Bro, the complete, so, sounds like where I'm from. Yeah. Are you sure you don't live in South Carolina? That's no. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so, and then like R and B and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, like oldies and like, yeah. like, I don't know. Just so like, I grew up on all, a lot of that. And then um, classic rock was like my thing, like Boston. Uh, Boston's like one of my favorite bands ever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying. I can't remember. I can't even think of anything on the top of my head like right Steve now. Steve Miller but, band kind of stuff. Like yeah. really shreddy, like guitar stuff. Yeah, just like really guitar like stuff. Like, like, um, and so. Van Halen, Scorpion, um, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Def Leppard. Um. Yeah. Oh, dude, Def Leppard is my. Oh yeah. man, uh, <laughs> like Molly Crew stuff like that. So it's like yeah. okay, so there's like some t- sort sort of metal going on in there, you mm-hmm. know. But it was never to that boundary of like screaming and stuff. Yeah. And then of course I was into Metallica and stuff like that. And then uh, and then but like it was a like growing up in church, like I felt like it was like wrong to like listen to that <laughs> kind of music. Because yeah. I remember I was started to listen to Three Days Grace and Linkin Park. Those were my bands, you oh. know? And so, like, but, like, I would have oh. to, like, hide that. Like, uh, I would have yeah. to, like, for me, I mentally, like, had to hide, like, from listening to it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was, like, bad, you know? I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, <laughs> a terrible thing I'm doing. But it's so fire. Like, I have yeah, to listen yeah. to this. And so... <laughs> So then uh, my my peaking point was finally, like, of course, like, I listened to rock music. And then my grandma loves, like, the heavier side of stuff. My grandma, she likes metal. <laughs> like, she was, she, was, she showed me Wolves at the Gate. Like, she found Wolves at the Gate for me. Oh, that's and she was awesome. Like, yeah, she's like, who's this? And I was like, I have no idea. And so we were listening to get together. And she's like, I like this. And I was like, I like this, too. And then from there, I just, like, listen to Wolves <laughs> at the Gate now. But, um but uh i went to a hot topic one time and this was just like when asking alexander dropped um the first record. uh yeah with the one with the microphone yeah 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 so stand it stand up and scream yeah yeah so they just dropped that album and uh uh they were selling like they had like posters and all over hot topic and then mm. custom new shirts for hot topic and i was like this is a cool shirt i bought it and then I uh, had no idea who the band was. So I was like, hey, how about you not be a poser and like at least know who you're representing when you're going to school? So yeah. then uh, it was the final episode that was on YouTube. And I listened oh, to yeah. it, listened to like the first couple seconds and they're screaming and he starts screaming. And I was like, I was like, ah, I turned it off because I was like, this is bad. I was like, this is really bad. Yeah, I was like, this is scary. Like, what are you doing? I was like, but the shirt's cool. And then I just, I don't know from there. And I was just like, well, I kind of want to hear that again. So I like listened to it again and I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I just kept kind of listening to that. And then I went to go see them at Warp Tour 2011. 
and then you found all of the And balls. I found everybody. I saw Weekend as <laughs> Romance. I saw the Devil Wars Prada, Attack, Attack. Like, I saw, like, the scene. Like, these, yeah. like that scene is, like, my scene. And that was, like, the... I think people like to call it, like, the second revival. The second yeah. emo, like, scene revival, where it was, right. like, you had that, like, 2008-ish mm-hmm. area, but then yeah. you had that, like... 2010 to 2012 kind of area which is that's like where you're my scene at. yeah and yeah because like when i when i joined the guys they're like yeah no like this is this is like the real like revival of metalcore and it was like and it's like the old i i considered it old like they're like s cities burn and like this and that oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah that's like, more my scene huh that's more like my scene of music. yeah and yeah, so yeah, but yeah. like i've never heard of any of these bands at all and so it's like um so I'm like, well, I'm like, but I don't, I, and I don't like it. I actually don't like that yeah. style because I'm just fair. used to like the ba-bam, 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 yeah, ba-bam, yeah. ba-bam that, with the And honestly, and stuff. that's more like post-hardcore than anything. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not really, it's not really like heavy. Yeah. It's it, more like emotional. It's more emo, like post-hardcore y- stuff. Yeah. It's like more emo and stuff like that. And the I don't know. The closest thing that gets into like what is more heavy now is maybe Under Oath. Well, that's um, a big one. Under Oath is yeah. the big one for them. Yeah. And so it's like, so so they were trying to show me Under Oath. And I'm like, I'm just not into it. I'm like, yeah. if, if it's not going chug chug, I don't want it. You know? so, <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not tuned to an inaudible tuning. Yeah, and, I was like, I don't want it. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So that's like, that really is. It started off with an Asking Alexander t-shirt. And then I saw Warp Tour. And then it just, from then on, I was like, I love, I love metal, like metal core i love i don't know i like I breakdowns breakdowns and screaming and <laughs> screaming good choruses sometimes yeah and know. then it's like it's funny too because like and then even then it's like i feel like i wasn't even as like i wasn't as into it as i am into the scene now I like I'm, I, I pay more attention to like the bands and the people yeah. and like the the lyrics and stuff like that it was more of like like, I pay attention to more of that now than I did then. It was, like, yeah. kind of just still, I guess, not a scene. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. You were you were more, like, on the fringe, but you enjoyed it. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. now you're, like, ingrained into it. Yeah, but, and now it's, like, now I say, like, this scene is my scene. Yeah. Like, well, I'm and, a part of it, but. Yeah, and I was going to say, it kind of, there is, and you'll, you could probably agree with this. There's there's a point, especially when you join a band mm-hmm. or or start a band that is in that scene mm-hmm. that has even a moderate amount of success, like even a small amount of success. You start paying attention to everything way more. Like That's even true. like even like without convictions, with just right. where where world divided is at, mm-hmm. like you pay attention to way more focusing on that. Yeah, than you would if you weren't in a band. No, it's true. It's it's really true. Like, I think that um, was another thing too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like so, you because I know you were doing photography a lot before. Because mm-hmm. photography was like your main thing for a while. Yeah. Right? So I yeah. Let's talk about high that. School, yeah, photography was my. I wanted to be a photographer, and I I mean I did. I was, and yeah. I still am. I just don't do it as much. Um, but uh, yeah, I would shoot shows. Um, I would go to, I started going to shows a lot and I would just start shooting in the AZ scene. And so, yeah, that's kind of like how I got into like the metalcore scene of shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's how I met the guys and all that. So, yeah, that's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so you did that for a couple years, and mm-hmm. then yeah, you I did uh, that. got the phone. Then you got the phone call. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I got the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they they. Uh, that was a weird day because like my goal was always to like, all I wanted to do is just like tour with the band to shoot photos for them, and yeah. like and like just make media content because that's like what I like to do. I like to produce media like stuff like and so that's all i wanted to do that was my goal and then i got a text one morning and it was just like uh from uh who was it i think it was from josh from and i've never talked to josh before like at all and so um so i was like he's not not the most talkative person huh (laughs) he's not the most talkative person yeah yeah so i never (laughs) talked to josh at all so i thought it was weird that he was texting me and he was like Hey, we want to talk about uh, like something along like touring or like he. Hey, we want to talk about you doing something for the band, and I'm thinking photos. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like obviously photo or video or yeah, just like content. Like what? Uh, what? What? Uh, what? Oh crap! What's his name that he does for Fit? Um, he does R- their. Ray? He, he's uh, no, he does their merch and does their photography. Yeah, Ray, uh, I think it's Ray Duker. No, his name's like Trevor or something. I'm not too sure then. Yeah. He's from Maybe North I'm Carolina originally. Uh, okay. No, you're thinking of their sound guy, I think. Okay. Uh, the So he does their photography and also mm-hmm. does and also does their merch. Exactly. So, so like, like yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so I was that was like literally that was like what I wanted to do and that I was fine. Like that was my goal was like, hey, I'm gonna start shooting yeah. these bands. I'm gonna do it in a unique way and finally somebody will finally notice. So it's like so then I, I remember getting that text and I went up to my mom. I was like, yo, I think this band's going to take me on tour. And then I get another text and it was like, we would like for you to uh, try out for the bass and singing part of our band. And I'm like, because <laughs> like I'm a fan of the band. I was a yeah. fan of the band. And I was just like, what happened to John? <laughs> like that was yeah, my, first, yeah, that was my yeah. first response. I was like, uh, yeah. what happened to John? Like what's going on? You know? Because I like okay, a concerned fan for the band. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. what's going on? Like, yeah. yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so then they let like let me know what's going on, and then um, they had me try. They had me try out, and it was a whole thing. It was like a whole spiel, and like, uh, I you ended up not it. getting the part. I don't know if a lot of people say that or like <laughs> if they if they ever get interviewed. I did not get the part, um, which I think I should have got the part, but um, but yeah, I just. I did things in a different way. I just gave them one takes of my vocals. Got you. Because I, I, I wanted them to know, like, hey, this is what I will sound like live. I was like, because you guys are talking about touring. It's like, this is what I'm going to sound like. And, yeah. I mean, my performance was great. <laughs> like, I'll say it. <laughs> uh, it was great yeah, for, yeah. Lo- for being you're, one takes. You're a really good vocalist. Yeah. It, yeah a really was, good live vocalist. I was vocalist. like, this is it. You know, there's yeah. no auto-tune, no nothing. This is just compression yeah. on my vocals, and here you go. You know? And yeah. so I didn't get the part, which was fine. And so um, then um, they actually, because we had a whole thing planned out to, they were like, okay, well, they were like, okay, they were confident in me. So they're like, well, we wanted to put you on the road, see how you are. So maybe you come on the road with us, take a couple photos because we have a tour coming up. I'm like, okay. So I went on the road with them for like two weeks to take photos. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gave me my experience of like what touring is actually like. And what yeah. to expect. And I yeah. already knew right before I went over 
to them, um, I already knew I didn't get the part. So it was like yeah. this kind of awkward thing where it was like I'm showing up to like shoot photos for them and I know I'm not in the part and they had the new guy working with them like already. So it was like kind of it was this weird thing, but like it, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was not as bad as, as you thought it would yeah. be, you know, it, it was actually it really cool. It's so, only as bad as everybody makes it. If everybody's yeah, chill about yeah. it, then it's not and a big deal. And it was super deal. chill. And it was like, and, and I and I at the moment I needed the trip because I was going through some personal stuff, and so yeah, I was just like, hey, this is a free thing. Let's just do it. Let's just go. Because I almost didn't sure. go, and so um, that really like gave me the hunger for that. Like yeah. I was like, no, no, this is like because I was working on World Divided before I ever met them, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it only made me like, no, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it with world divided, you know? And so, and so then, uh, maybe a month or two later, they called me, um, out of the blue and they're like, Hey, would you be willing to try out again? And I'm like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) You know, I was like, sure. You know, they're like, here's a new track, you know? They're like, nobody's heard this before. Nobody's touched it before. We're working with Andrew Wade. And I'm like, I'm watching tutorials and classes yeah. with this guy right now. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Andrew yeah. Wade. Wow. You know? And so then they sent me the track, uh, Hurricane. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do your own thing and take your time. And I was like, okay, well, now I'll do this as like a fully produced thing. Because last yeah. time I did one takes, this time I'm going to just do it legit, you know? Yeah. And then uh, they gave me Andrew's notes on what he wanted for the chorus. And then I kind of took that and just put my own spin on it. And that's what Hurricane just became. So Nice. So, so yeah. your tryout ended up being you writing the vocal part for the chorus. Yeah, which that's was tight. so nerve-wracking because it was that... such a... Because it's like <laughs> you're working with Andrew Wade. And Andrew yeah. Wade is a like god tier at like yeah. choruses. Oh, and yeah, it was dude. like, how do I... like? Just basically say no to that and just do <laughs> what I want. You know what I mean, dude? You made a good so, call. That's a killer chorus. Yeah, and that and that's what. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really what sold it. It was just like I mm-hmm. did. It's like I did that. It's like I did that chorus. So, oh and yeah, then, you did that. You did that thing. <laughs> yeah, I did that <laughs> thing. You know, and so yeah. From then on, I was. And then they were like, "All right." And then I got flown out to Florida, and me and Andrew had a one-on-one session, and uh. Yeah, then from then I was already, I was in it, you know? Tight. Yeah, and I was going to say, that's like, and then we met after that, I think. Yeah. So you guys, and then, you guys had yeah. already done the hurricane recording by the time we had met. Mm-hmm, because then I think maybe, I think we just dropped the song. It was out maybe a couple, maybe a month, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And then, yeah, you, and then, yeah, that's when we met. And we met, heck yeah, dude. And then I was and on then, the road from all the way till, yeah. <laughs> like, till before covid hit or right yeah, when covid was, actually when covid hit you know yeah because you you were oh you got you were in london uh and you had that fire alarm i remember that, oh. you had that alarm go off oh, i remember like, that's i remember texting you about that dude there, uh. there was like it, it it that happened three times in three different hotels that's why i like i posted so alarm, it and i was so, so done the alarm was just like going off in the middle of the night yeah it was and it was just funny because it was like 
in three different hotels in three different areas of the UK. Like we're like hours <laughs> apart. And it's like, how is this happening? How is this happening? It was so, un- it was just, that was such an exhausting like tour. And it was, it was just like, you're just trying to sleep. And, <laughs> and yeah, it would just no go sleep. off. It was no so sleep, no sleep at all. Yeah. Um, so, let's dive into like when you kind of got into production stuff. So I know you said you were kind of working on world divided stuff, mm-hmm. obviously before you joined convictions. Yeah. Um, what's kind of like, what did that early world divided stuff kind of sound similar to the newer stuff that you're working on? Or do you have, or has it like kind of transformed or oh, no, I no. mean the newer stuff sounds so sick, dude. Yeah. That, that industrial production is pretty tight. Thank I you. love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I would say it's not even the same. It's not even the same person, you know? Yeah. It, it's funny. Uh, yeah. I started production with uh, World Divided. Uh, I started production because I was starting a YouTube channel. And okay. um, I was wanted to do YouTube and I wanted to join FaZe. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dream. <laughs> and so so I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And so then I was watching some YouTube video and they're like, oh, get an interface for good sound quality. And I was like, mm-hmm. an interface? What is an interface? And then I looked into what an interface is. And I was like, yeah. okay, wait, that's how you record stuff. Because I used to try to record in like, I would oh, I would make demos like way, 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 way long ago just because I wanted to hear myself play guitar. Mm-hmm. I would literally take the rock band mic, Heck plug yeah, it, dude. plug the it USB into one, plug Heck it into yeah, my computer, dude. dude, and then I would put it on my amp, and then I would Heck just, yeah, <laughs> just like all in audacity at that, in audacity. Heck yeah, dude! <laughs> We've all had the rock band mic moment where we're like, we don't know what to do. Yeah, rock band mic's got <laughs> yeah. a USB. Let's freaking go! Let's go! I was like, so like that's what I I don't know what I thought, but like I was like, maybe they just use USB stuff or like. I don't, I didn't think, I feel like I came into the, I feel like uh, digital, like digital stuff is a big, mm-hmm. like it just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's only r- until the past like three or f- three to five years gotten so good to the point where it's like anybody can do it now. Well, ev- you have entire records being made. Exactly. 100%. I mean like, so that whole bring me to the rise and EP is. 100% remote, all MIDI, all yep. amp sims, everything. Yep. There's some. There's even some layers of MIDI guitar in on choruses on yep. that. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's so crazy. So, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so I feel like I came in on, like, just the right moment to where it's, mm-hmm. like, it's it was accessible, but now it's, like, no, you can do something with it now. Yeah. Like you can create. You don't even need, like, a studio. And so... So like that's where I started. I started off with a just a interface, and I was like, okay, well let's. I was like, okay, well I've always loved watching vocal covers on YouTube. Like that was my thing. Like I just loved mm-hmm. to watch. Didn't matter. I was just if it was crap or not. I was I just yeah. liked watching them for some reason. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I always wanted to do that. So let's make a vocal cover. And I did uh, Memphis Mayfires Carry On, and nice. like uh no compression on on those vocals or anything like people can go watch that video right now it has like 5000 it, it was like my i was like whoa it, it got like 5000 views um when i dropped it and but like 
no compression on my vocals, no nothing. That's just like my natural voice in a microphone. And it's so funny because like you can listen to it and you can hear it now. It's just, but like at the end, I, I was like, this sounds so sick, you know? And so <laughs> um, that that's kind of like how it started. And it was like, okay, well, how do I make my vocals sound better? And then it was like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I re- record a guitar? And then from then, you know, you just fall into the loop of just like yep. rabbit it- hole and you just go and like i i don't know i fell in love with it like i just like i love writing music in general and then like and then it was just my thing of like okay well i want to learn how to do this so that i don't have to rely on costs and money Mm -hmm. to go to like to have somebody record it and you you, because it's expensive it's like expensive to do those things super expensive yeah you especially as a part of a band that just went to do a full record mm -hmm. with a very good producer at a very good studio you know all about how much that junk can cost oh yeah and so like that was the thing it was like um so it's like it's funny because like i i definitely i definitely definitely needed the experience to work with a producer and Mm. it was a great thing that i was able to you know go under a huge producer it was it was literally mm-hmm. like a mentor to me and so like just sitting there just watching him and just like observe i was like the whole time i was just studying the entire oh, time yeah. i oh, was yeah, just like yeah. you know i was just watching and it was just like and uh that definitely like helps especially with this newer stuff like um mm-hmm. it not only helps like understand it's like okay you need to push like like don't be afraid of like pushing your mixes and stuff like that but also don't be afraid of pushing the creativity behind it as well it's like you want to do something nuts like like for instance like you want to have a edm chorus go for it you know in a metal song you know just do it i was like you want to like weird chainsaw thing going on or you want it to go like big old distortion moment in the in the ending and have a clock ticking in the end you know it's like just just do do it it, you know it's so it's like okay you know and so that was kind of like it was very like it was like I was on the verge of figuring things out. And then that was just like just working with Andrew and like working with the guys as well. It was just like they were just like push me off. And I was like, oh, and then now I'm where I'm at. And yeah. so um, I, I was going to say, what what do you feel like was something that you took away from working with Andrew that you were like immediate application? Oh, um, and like literally just. <laughs> I don't even know just how fast I think it was just this the speed of things like not Mm. not literally like how fast he's working but like how much what you think matters does not care or like does not matter Mm. like oh I said something weird in that moment or like I I feel like I did it this way like he like you can literally like for the price of grace those are all one takes like heck yeah dude. i was just you know he was just like all right just run it through a couple times i would run through the entire court like just running through it yeah and like one full one takes full one takes he's like i think i got what i got and it's like i don't even know if i performed that well but okay you know and so yeah it, it yeah, was just it, it takes of, a producer's ear to really like that's a level of confidence that a lot of people don't have that yeah. level of confidence and like i can make this no and and that was the thing and and so like when we left we practically left him with demos like i would that's awesome i would for sure just say like and that's what i had to tell the guys because like 
they don't know the production side of things and i do Mm -hmm. and so like i literally because it took a minute for us to get our songs back and of course he's a busy guy at first of all he's like he's a huge producer people are always working with them and And they were working on the uh he him and jeremy were working on the ghost inside record they were doing some co-writing with them at the same time mm -hmm. that you guys were in there yeah and then i think like literally right after we left uh attila was coming in as well so Mm -hmm. like you know there's like you got big names and so it's like just hold hold on it's fine just chill out guys you know so and then like and then also just me knowing like what we left with it was like yeah no these are just demos we're literally just leaving with demos and so it went from a demo to a full production you know and it was a lot of him doing his thing but Mm -hmm. it's just like i think that really like took uh, like it made its mark on me because like now it's like okay when i'm doing my demos it's like i'm basically everything is pretty much sticking to i don't know i would do things really weird i just had a conversation with josh because he's getting into production stuff yeah and he was just like um i was just telling him my old process for some reason i would just this like this is kind of goofy mistakes that i would make it's like from i would literally like okay i have this demo now this is what the song is okay let's re-record everything like production wise and everything Uh. on top of that like goofy mistakes but like now it's just like okay no this song's done let's just retract the guitars like with some good strings we're good and mix it yeah like we're done you know it's like especially nowadays as long as your guitar takes your clean mm -hmm. vocally vocally you are just very strong so Mm -hmm. you have that capability of being super confident with Mm -hmm. bait with just demo takes yeah because all all it's going to take is just a little bit of tuning a little bit of cleanup and some compression and mixing and really that's kind of it because your drums are midi yeah guitars and your bass just need to be and sometimes your bass is midi depending on how low you go yeah so uh really it's just really clean guitar strings and you just got to make sure all your takes Le- are good legit and that's like and right now i'm like because like i'm finishing up my album right now that i'm working on mm-hmm. um i have all i have to do is do vocals and some of them i'm just like do i even need to like do this because like i kind of like mm-hmm. these takes like there's no point in like yeah dude. having to re-sing it and so so I'm like debating right now, and so I, there's a couple songs that I there's like two songs that I actually need to do vocals for, but like yeah. there's another song where I'm like I don't need to do vocals for this, but yeah, and then that was another thing with working with Andrew, he like gave me the confidence as a vocalist, mm-hmm. like he just confirmed like he helped me confirm like I know what I'm doing and I sound good the way I do because like as a vo- as a vocalist and like stuff like that like i hate my voice like i hate it like it just i don't know if it's like a vocalist thing or like it's a vocalist thing and yeah i'm just like i hate my voice i hate the way i sound but he like kind of helped me like you like he's like you sound great because like he would Mm -hmm. just be freaking out the entire time as i was doing my thing so it was like okay like all right i got this now i have like i don't know i just came out of it with like just a whole different like confidence i guess for sure. No, I mean, uh, I mean, dude has written some banger choruses and knows what good vocals sound like. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, and that was the thing. It was like that guy is literally like my mentor. Like, like, like I from me like starting and mm-hmm. watching him. Like, he was the person I would like look up to 
and then meeting him and becoming friends with him and then yeah. you know it was just like it was just cra- it was just a crazy weird world experience you know yeah no that's really cool and i feel like he i mean you all did a great job on that record yeah. um i won't survive that's what it's called yeah, yeah I, won't I was survive. like yeah that's what it's called i was like it's not called the price of grace because that was a single <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah 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 no i won't, I won't, su- survive. I won't survive yeah dude it came out like a month great. ago yeah dude right it doesn't even feel like it was doesn't that even feel like ago. it yeah that's crazy no it's i mean i feel like you guys really killed the production and the songwriting and mm-hmm. the whole the whole nine and and then we got your new uh world divided stuff which mm-hmm. bro let's just <laughs> how did you come up with the idea for i'm gonna drop this uh banger edm dark, dark industrial thing in heaven calls yeah dude that was like I don't even I honestly don't even know because like I was so it's so funny because like that song was a completely different song. You can see my dog in the back. Sorry. <laughs> She's <just> chilling. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that song was like a it, it, it was a basic metalcore song, you know, okay. it kind of had mm-hmm. the elements of like EDM in it, but it wasn't to the extent of where it went. Yeah. And then I was getting ready to drop it and I was going to do like a visualizer on it. And then I was like, I don't want to drop this. I was like, I don't want this. And mm-hmm. I canceled it. And it's, not, it's like, it's not where I want it to be. Yeah. I was like, and people were like, and I let people know. Cause like, I think I was teasing something or I was getting mm-hmm. ready to start teasing in. And then I put out a video. I was like, uh, and I showed them the process of me recording heaven calls. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know the way I work, at least for this last album, it has been, an experience because it has been like i feel like i unlocked some things it's funny because in one of your episodes with i don't remember it was one of the latest ones but he talked about going into like a something state like a trance state or something like that i don't know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. with like greg probably yeah, yeah i think so yeah, he talked yeah. about like you just go into the zone and you just yeah. come out and you're like hours later so yeah 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 and so it's funny because like he explained his process and my process is sleep deprivation like i I, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so it's funny but it's true like i can't it's like it's like uh i get into this because i I don't sleep a lot like Mm -hmm. i don't it's just a natural thing i don't know what it is but i just don't sleep and so um and uh yeah i like i just my mind gets into this weird state to where i can just make moves that i don't even understand like my my brain is moving faster than what i can process and then by Mm. the time i'll just have a song done so like heaven calls i pretty much wrote that in the entire day and then kind of cleaned it up within like a month but it took a minute but yeah it was like the idea of the i was like Cause I was like, well, how do I make this song something like that nobody has ever heard before, and mm-hmm. it and or like hasn't done in a while or like just yeah. you know, and I was like, let's just do an EDM. I was like, thing, and I was like, that's been weird. To, I was like, listening to too much Jason Wisdom, bro. Been listening to Jason Wisdom too much. J- <laughs> <laughs> Are you th- Jason from Death? Uh, death therapy, yeah. Dude, first of all, first of all, 
I don't know why nobody is talking about that album more. It's so freaking good, isn't it, dude? I don't understand why nobody is talking about that album. It bothers me because it's like, because like I said, like, I think I told you, I was like, dude, he's like writing the best stuff. Dude, that, um, dude, oh, I can't think of so it. It's so good. It is so good. That, uh, the, the, please send uh, help. The riff. tension. Tension. Oh, tension. Yeah, yeah, tension. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. That song, when I heard it, I was like, this is it. I was like, this is his. I was like, this is it. I was like, this is a big break. <laughs> I was like, he's going to blow up. And then yeah, I was like, why is nobody. It makes me so yeah, mad. Dude. And I, I've been needing to shout it out because, like, it's like people really need to listen to it because it is. Dude, really good. It is incredible. So, like, I, I I didn't really have much to do with that one. Yeah. Um, that was really Nate and Jason, kind of working in a bubble together mm-hmm. and going, ignoring basically his previous two records yeah. and saying, "What do we want to make? What do we enjoy? Let's and what does I don't know what does." They didn't really like look at the label because the they ended up shifting labels. Like Solid State ended yeah. up pushing them uh, up to Tooth and Nail, Tooth and Nail because yeah. of the sound of the record. So, yeah, they they were like, "What do we want to make? Let's just get crazy creative, dude." Yeah, and not say no to anything. Yeah, and it's like, and that was a thing because like that was my thing writing this new album <laughs> that I've been recording, and and like I said, it's so funny because like. I, I've been, uh, so like I said, when I was growing up, music was country, classic Mm -hmm. rock and this, but I never got into like the old, like the nineties stuff and like the grunge. Well, I used to listen to grunge, but not like, no, like nine inch nails, not not nine inch nails and stuff like that. So it's like, now I'm like, and then like, I feel like for the longest time, like I pushed away like things that I loved, like in music, like I pushed them all away because it wasn't the cool thing. Like I wanted to sound like mm-hmm. silent planet type stuff, you know, all the si- yeah. all the local bands want to sound like yeah, silent yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, so that was the thing. It was like, I, I got like trapped under that whole like metalcore realm where it's like, no, we have to sound like a metalcore band, you know, to be a metalcore yeah. band. And it's like, yeah. so like my thing was like, and like, again, working with Andrew, he was like, Hey, you don't have to do any of that. And I was just like, oh, really? And then I was like, wait, I can do, it's like, wait, I do like this stuff. I, I do like EDM. EDM is cool. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like literally where metal went. It's like, like, you know, it's like, this is like, why are people like sweeping this under the rug and acting like this is not cool? And like, this is not like the future. Like this is the future mm-hmm. of sound. And it's like, it's already here. It's like, so, yeah. and, and so that was my thing. It was like, well, now I want to know all this stuff it's like okay lincoln because i don't know why for some reason i was like lincoln park's not cool anymore i was like okay you know and so (laughs) and so now i'm like no wait lincoln park is sweet and so like i've been listening so i was listening a lot of lincoln park a lot of like industrial edm and dark edm and like um uh a lot of like 90s stuff i've never gotten into slipknot before finally got into slipknot like dude they're so, so good. good. Like I was just listening to Iowa the other day, and I was like, "So it's like I've been uh, Marilyn Manson." Oh my! Yeah, I mean, I know Talk he's, about he's great got his controversies, but like right now, Talk but about like some dude, great industrial music, dude. Especially the early stuff. So all oh, the early stuff, man. It's so good. It's like, and it's so crazy because it's like, it's so crazy on how current it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, dang, this is like they predicted the future like way back then it's yeah. so that's like how oh, yeah. like revolutionary it is and so mm-hmm. so like i just been like 
I've been like like nine like yeah Nine Inch Nails has been like my band and so yeah hearing hearing his stuff I was like no th- mm-hmm. like this is it this is the sound mm-hmm. like this is what's going and not it's not popular yet but this is what is going to pop off in the next couple like the next yeah. year and a half or you know yeah Jason I think like you're very much in this camp of like you and Jason think on a very similar wavelength me of... listening to the podcast app I was like I need to talk to him <laughs> dude yeah dude he's always down to chat and stuff like that he's really chill but you you're very much both in the same place of like so like he dropped the first um uh the storm album yeah the first death therapy album and if you listen to the where uh, Code Orange went, mm-hmm. it sounds a lot like that record. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds a ton like that record. Um, and like they're massive. Yeah, Code like, Orange. They're yeah, huge. Well, that was my thing because I remember the guys showing me. They're like, dude, you gotta listen to this band. You gotta listen to this band. You gotta see him. You gotta see him. And they showed me like their music videos, and I was like, this is just a '90s metal music video. Like, what's what's yep. what's the what's the like what's the big deal? Like, that was yeah. my thing. It was like, what is the big deal behind this? Because it's like, I've seen this before. Like, have you guys not seen mm-hmm. this before? And they're like, well, you know, it's just so sick. And I'm like, so then I think from then, I that's when I started. I remember it was like a specific point in tour. And I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. watch 90s music videos. And I just started watching a bunch of me. I was like, yeah, this is literally, mm-hmm. I was like, this is Slipknot. I was like, Code Orange is Slipknot. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. <laughs> and basically, I mean, people, I mean, they could flame me for that. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. like, um. <laughs> and so like but now i like code orange at first i didn't like them because i was like well they're overhyped but now i'm like no no they're sick they're sick I I, they orange. were they were overhyped i think they've come down and now they're like appropriately rated exactly i'm like no code orange is sick they are sick yeah, i just sick. think the I, at least when the guys are telling me about them i was like and like i have this very hipster mentality when something's popular i'm like i'm i'm so i'm i'm okay Bro, dude i don't even try to have that mentality me, me, and i have that mentality me either it's just natural i'm just like i don't want to like what you like i'm sorry <laughs> it's like I, I i think it's this and i had a conversation with somebody about this uh-huh. it's this this is true for anything this is true for music production tv movies regardless yeah is if you're telling me firstly is that this is the best thing ever i'm probably not going to ever pay attention to it yeah and if you if it's the only thing i hear a lot of people talk about Mm -hmm. that are very similar in personality to that individual um yeah i just don't yeah i just don't care yeah i'm just like don't care i i was that way with about a lot of things i was that way about dave the fx show when it first came out dude yeah same i didn't check it out till like later and i was like oh my god i love this show (laughs) i mean yeah it's great i knew i the other thing is like i know that i was gonna love it yeah yeah i just didn't want to watch it because everybody else everybody else it's like an it's like an internal thing such a it's it's such a weird feeling because you're like it's like yeah it's like just do it and you're like no i don't want to <laughs> it's yeah. like okay it's like it's like i'm just another dude that likes that show it's like the same thing for like no shade but it's like no it's the same thing for like people who go on and on about the mandalorian yeah or yeah. the people that go on game of thrones was a huge one yeah because when when game of thrones oh, yeah. first came out i wanted to watch it because i love sci-fi and fantasy stuff right and 
everybody that I was like, you're a normie. You have no That's, idea. That was my like, thing. Like, yeah, the same you're thing. You're not with, ingrained like, in this culture, bro. It's like when D&D started getting super big. It's like, yeah, none of you people are ingrained in this culture. You're just doing it because it's super popular. Literally, literally, <laughs> dude. Because, and then like, especially with like Star Wars and Marvel and stuff, especially for me mm-hmm. being in school. Like I was literally like um, fourth, fifth and sixth bullied for that. I was bullied oh, yeah. for that, dude. Like, I took those hits. Like, yeah, dude. You know, for like, like liking em- stuff like that was music. cool. Like, now that's cool. But like, now, ev- again, like how you said, like a normie, it's like, yeah. it's so true. Cause it's like, you guys don't even know. You guys didn't, you guys didn't care. You guys are the yeah. people that were beating me up. <laughs> a- anime. Anime was a huge thing. It's like, bro, I've been watching anime since like I was in first grade. Yeah. I watched Dragon Ball and. And like Dragon Ball Z and stuff, yeah. And I and like everybody was like, "No, nah, that's stupid." Yeah. No, nah, that's dumb. And like now, everybody watches everybody, anime. everybody, and, literally everybody. And so, and, uh, and it's like I'm down with people getting into stuff that I'm into. That's not the issue. The problem is when I see like the same people that were just flaming me for this very, stuff. Very true. That is why. Maybe that's. Why. I think that's what it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It's like, get out. You're not allowed (laughs) to do this. You made fun of me for this for years. That's you got to leave. That's literally like, (laughs) I feel like that right now with, uh, I found this, uh, this dude, it's not even like he's small or anything, but his name is Gene Dawson. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I don't think so. Dude, YouTuber, dude, you have to, first of all, you have to check out his video dummy, his music video. Oh, like it is one of the coolest videos i have ever seen and the music is so sick and um right now i'm sitting on this album he did a he did well he he released an album in 2020 and oh my it's just so good it's like it's just indie pop but like mixed with like a hip-hop influence in it heck yeah i just pulled it up i'm adding it to my watch later yeah and it is a it's so it's just sick Dude, that's how I felt about it, it, uh, Spirit Box for a long time. Yeah, so like I'm like I'm like holding this album because I'm like I'm like I don't I don't want to share this yet. I just want to have this one thing for me right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody should definitely check out Gene Dawson and his latest album because it is yeah insane. I'm about to yeah I'm about to check that out. But yeah, I felt the same way. There's a lot of bands I felt that way about. Like I don't know Paramore. I felt that way about because mm-hmm. they were very small mm-hmm. and then they got massive Mm -hmm. uh panic at the disco i felt that way about because i listened to them in like ninth ninth grade high school and now i mean obviously it's changed it's changed a lot but everybody he's on songs with taylor swift right and yeah so i don't even i don't even know what we were talking about but yeah that was like that's just like (laughs) (laughs) we were just talking about we were just talking about like the shift in music and how like people being ahead of the curve you're, you you and Jason are very much in line with like right. being ahead of the curve and a lot of these people are going to see this stuff right. and kind of follow suit not knowing that there's been a lot of people yeah. beforehand doing the work on this that aren't going to get the attention yeah and, and that's my thing just, I was like it's like and need to pay especially respect, with having calls I was so like like I was like look I know I was like this song could blow up this song could not blow up but this song is like the first this song will be like the first look at what this will be you know for yeah. what is the future that, you know for and the record so, 
yeah and i mean for my record and like just for anybody mm-hmm. that starts doing stuff in the future it's like mm-hmm. this is the new sound that's going to be a thing you know and so uh and then it was and what made me mad too is that i was writing at the time and then literally ghost main dropped his ghost main dropped his new album which is so good it is so good. so good but i was like no like this is literally <laughs> what i was doing what are you doing same with bring me me and me and those yeah. dudes were on the same wavelength for the longest time i was like yeah i'm gonna get i was like i want like this mick gordon feel to my music and then and they literally and like, got mick and then they're gordon. like all he's like yo we got mick gordon on my track and i was like no it's like you literally just took him you can't just do that <laughs> like <laughs> i was just like what are you doing dude <laughs> Bro, me and Jason were on the same thing because, like, two years before that the single started coming yeah. out, Jason was like, yo, you need to check out this Doom soundtrack. This dude, Mick Gordon, yeah. me and Nate have been obsessing over it. It's yeah. so good. I was listening so to that I, soundtrack I when the game came out. I was like, this is the sickest yeah. thing ever. And, yeah, now everybody's like, yep, let's sound like Doom. And I'm like, all right, all right. It was like them and North Lane did it at the same time. Yeah. That that uh, Alien record. Yeah. Yeah. The Alien record was like, that. and that's so. It's and then I yeah I listened to Alien and I'm like, yeah they called it. I was like they called it like wait they were they did they were super. I was early like on the yeah whole I was like they, they like because I was like studying like I was just studying everything and I was just like they did it. I was like they were the first ones to do it. I say and oh yeah for sure. I was like and it's just sick. It's and then I remember telling uh. Blade is one of my favorite movies. Like Blade, Blade, yeah. love that movie so much. And so, uh, uh, I think that's what inspired the dark EDM and stuff like that. Because I was watching Blade in the first clip scene, I was just like, "This is the sickest thing I've ever like." I was like, "I want." I was like, "Why don't I just make a track like that?" I was like, "Dude, that's so." You're right, and then that's what I started yeah, doing. Yeah. So why not? But, um, but yeah, it was just like. It's like, yeah, that's the sound. Because I remember when I first heard the new when Northland dropped like a single, and I was like, I was like, yeah, this sounds like you would be in a dark vampire EDM club. And then mm-hmm. I, I was like, that's what it is. And yeah, from then on, I mean that that was like when I was on tour. Now when I came home, like the idea of that came like way later. But it's yeah, just funny because sure. like you can, I can see the signs from like all the way now. So. For sure. Um, so let's talk some production stuff. What you got? What are you generally using? So it's so my thing is like I literally use like my thing is that I like I what's the word I'm trying to what's the word I'm trying to think of like put like a I don't know like, like, like a like a limit a box? or something like put yourself in a box not in a box like I just or use like, what I have. Got you. Okay, yeah. So you just yeah restrictions. You limit yourself. I limit. Yeah, you I put have restrictions because like because yeah. like you can fall in such a loop of like I need this plugin, I need this, I need this and that, and mm. need this, you know. And so um, what I'm, I mean, I'm. Oh, it's so funny because I'm a Reaper boy. Nice. <laughs> nice. You guys trash Reaper, and I'm like, my heart's my heart's <laughs> broken. I'm like, why we you don't guys? we don't trash Reaper. We don't trash a little Reaper. bit, a little bit. You guys we, throw it out we there did, sometimes. We did we did some. I, but I yeah, catch that's it, and I'm it, like, all the Reaper boys meme, are crying bro. over here. Yeah, it's a meme though. I know it's a meme. I know. And so I use I use Reaper. Um, that's my doll. Type. I literally nice. uh I literally use um a Scarlet solo to record all my stuff. Heck yeah, dude! Um, on, we were we were talking about that I think on an episode where we were like, honestly, 
that's all you need. It's all you need. <laughs> it's like you don't really depending like, on what you're doing. Yeah, it's basically all you. I need. I mean, yeah, like for the basics, and that was that's my thing. Like that's been my thing with learning in general. It's like mm-hmm. use what you got until you can make it something that is of quality. You know, because mm-hmm. by the time that you move up and upgrade, it's just it's like taking off all the weight. You know. For like sure. how you said with the like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. It's like that one. Yeah. I've seen the meme where he's like where he takes off like the all his weights and he's moving oh, like yeah, fast yeah. and like even faster. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, or like uh, or like in Naruto when um, when uh, freaking golly, what's his name? Fighting Gara and he takes off his leg weights and yeah. he like drops them and he goes. Yeah, literally, literally, it's like that. So, yeah. like, that's how I. That's it's always been like that. Even with photography, it's like use this camera mm-hmm. so you make good things happen. You know, it's like figure mm-hmm. out everything else before you can even move on. And so that's yeah. been my thing. So it's like I can't upgrade, and I can't upgrade my monitors, and I can't upgrade. The only thing I have upgraded is my base because I realized how important that is, <laughs> and that's my base right here. And so yeah, um, good, good. That that is one place where I think me and Josh have talked about like in general is not the skimp, is the quality of the gear that you're using to do the thing. Yeah, if that makes sense. So yeah. like your microphone, your guitars, yeah, your and even microphone you can kind of get away with. Yeah, but like guitars, basses. Yeah, like, like the actually. Yeah, I I I am working with the worst guitar I've ever used in my life, and like. <laughs> I it, make it sound it's good. so cheap and I've been wanting to upgrade it but I'm just like look I was like you can get a semi decent tone that's usable just use it I'm like okay mm-hmm. all right all right you know and so that's my it, thing so I use Reaper a, uh, I use all the slate digital plugins um nice. I get use that monthly yeah pretty much all the all access pass like I pretty much mm-hmm. use that like I just use that mm-hmm. I use Anna too like Anna too that's my synths and stuff like that um, which is sweet like um yeah. and then of course uh like splice and stuff for like some samples mm-hmm. and all that um like all the midi stuff i use like all the sampling like to use my like to make my samples on my keyboard on my midi keyboard which is like this little tiny one um yeah uh i use literally like resample it's on it's just a reaper plugin and I just nice. plug in everything like that. So nice. everything is it's like as bare as you can make as you can get. Yeah. Because that's. Yeah. But you have but you have a few key pieces that are like, you know, you have a good microphone. I saw I saw your mic. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you have a good. You have it. Uh, is it a it's the blue uh, baby blue? It's the blue bird. Um, the blue bird. Yeah. I'm not too sure which one it is, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's a solid. Yeah. Solid microphone. Does what you need it to do. Yeah, right? it's like and I like, sound crispy, and that's pretty much yeah. That's what all you need I need. To sound like. Yeah, yeah. You have a guitar that gets the the key thing for your guitar is like getting as low as it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Which I um, use. That's I use a drop pedal. There you go. Yeah. So like, so I'm I'm never tuned. I always use like the octave drop. So I'm always like, because like I think in like Heaven Calls I was drop C, like the octave below. On some mm-hmm. parts, um, which I was just pressing the using my drop pedal, so uh, my guitar doesn't go yeah. lower than C tuned. On yeah, but it's but it's tuned up well for what it is. Yeah, like yeah. It's set up well, mm-hmm. like it sounds good for what it is. And then you have your bass, which I would argue is like the sleeper of the most important 
yes places like you can't don't skimp on the do base. not skimp on like that is like the number one like that is the one thing i have learned because i was using a cheap base um like a really cheap base, like a really garbage base and i did that yeah. with my album uh the fail to be album and mm-hmm. there is no base in that album because <laughs> it's garbage <laughs> <laughs> and so i i moved on to active pickups and i found the this yamaha pro which is like a very underrated base and mm-hmm. um i feel like i feel like a lot of people know about it but like a lot of people don't know about it at the same time but it's great for clean okay. it's great for distortion it handles nice i studied on like what i wanted and what i needed and this is exactly it and this is does exactly what i needed to do so and that's the same one you tour with um i don't even tour with this one i definitely will not tour with it because yeah. i know it sounds sweet live but i it's my studio base like this just yeah so yeah it probably needs to live at yeah live at the house yeah i'm like just stay here i'll use my cheap or not my cheap base but my okay base that i use on the road but yeah yeah, that's pretty much it like that and another thing that like really oh that was another thing andrew helped me with um super simple i was just like hey andrew do i need a sub when mixing and he was like i don't know he's like do you want your music to be played in venues and stuff (laughs) and i was just like uh yeah you know he's like well then you're gonna need a sub and i was like okay so after getting a sub that like really helps like with balance issues and stuff like that so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and of course treating my room and stuff like that so i was gonna say yeah that's a that's a room dependent thing so once you get it treat like definitely uh don't get a sub and just don't treat your room. yeah don't no that's the thing it's like first of all treat your room yeah like because like with with josh like because like I think he, he he got into studio stuff after like seeing me work and like mm. seeing what I've been doing and seeing like what I can do and then like mm. as a musician you should know how to record at least a little bit a little so bit. that you can make your demos and stuff like that because like with this last record that we did with Convictions it was like that was the first time that I ever wrote demos on a computer you know and it's like you guys are this far into your guys' career and you guys have never yeah. done that before it's like this is that's crazy you know at least for me, because yeah. it's like I'm all digital. I'm an all digital boy. So, yeah. It, yeah. And so. Uh, so, yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, I always told Josh, I'm like, dude, you need to treat your room first. Treat your room I'm like build soundproof panels and like just do it. I was like, and they're so, not that ex- but he doesn't that expensive. He hasn't he hasn't done it. And I'm like, and so he like he's. It's just funny. He's going through his motions. He's going through. We're gonna. He's going through the motions. We're gonna. We're gonna get onto him. Yeah, yeah. It's like just you just gotta treat the room. But yeah, treat your room, Josh. The sub and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. that helped. Like, yeah. Like there's so much. Cool. Um. What else? Uh. What's your? Cause so you're using Reaper. Are you using a lot of stock Reaper stuff as far as like EQs, comps, stuff like that? <sighs> Between that and the slate stuff, kind of got you covered. Yeah, pretty much. Like I wouldn't really. I'm trying to think of anything else that I really use, but I honestly use the, I use the the Reaper EQ a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really find myself like using like the Infinity EQ. I know there's like a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that you can do with it and like, but yeah, I don't really do much. And then yeah, of course, anything that comes with the All Access Pass, which sounds like I'm plugging Slate, but whatever. <laughs> it's like, um, that's pretty much. Nah, he do, he does he does good stuff. He does good work. He does he does. We, and we like Slate. We like Slate here. He's nice. Yeah, and so we. That's what I use, and pretty much yeah. I don't really use anything else. A lot of stock stuff. I mean, it's just a, it's just a testament to 
you don't really need a lot you to do a lot. You don't. It just takes the work and knowledge to finally get to a place to where... Like, I feel like I'm just coming into a place of where I'm comfortable with how my stuff is sounding. Because, mm-hmm. like, it took a minute, you know? It took a minute for me to actually, like, be like, yeah, no, this sounds sick, you know? For sure, so. for sure. Um, And then as far as, like, songwriting goes... Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's talk like just a little bit on your approach for lyricism and melodies and stuff. Like where obviously you're, a lot of that's going to be pulled from experiences and things like that. Right. But um, like what is, I don't know, what's, what's a good like mental, do you have to do some mental gymnastics to get to a place to write or, or is it more of like, I'm going to write about this. Right. And then you do it. Then I do or, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's like, yeah, some, so I guess when I go into writing, um, my music, it's just like, um, usually it's just, it's funny. Cause like, I'll listen to a song when I finish it and I'm like, yeah, that's what my head sounds like. Jeez. You know? So yeah. it's like really like, usually I feel like it's a very natural process for me. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I have a lot going on in here. And it's just kind of something that channels through and just kind of comes out on paper. And so mm-hmm. I don't I, like I said, like usually it happens when I'm sleep deprived and like ex- <laughs> exhausted. And then I just end up writing some crazy stuff because like my mind is just there's no restrictions on my mind. So it's just like, let's just yeah. go, 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 go. So I would say maybe like for me, it's like I have to be in a different kind of mental state to at least get something that i like like i can write whatever Mm -hmm. whenever i'm like i can write something right now but like it won't be something that like is up to par at least for me oh yeah and so as far as the creativity yeah as far as what i'm wanting and like lyrics and stuff like that it's at least with this last project or like this latest music that i'm writing and going to be releasing it's like pretty much like it's just all personal it's like so it's just like it's really just me just talking straight up like you can read lyrics mm-hmm. and just be like like you can literally see exactly what i'm thinking exactly where i'm at mm-hmm. and like um there's nothing really like to like hide or like i'm not like oh yeah, yeah. I have to like go into this zone and like meditate and stuff like that it's like no it's like this is it just comes out it literally just comes out like spews out because yeah. i'm probably holding on to these things mentally for so sure. ho- like it's so like long therapy dude huh said it's like therapy yeah it's like it is it's very therapeutic it's really like it's just how i i guess i cope and so mm-hmm. it's just in a different place <laughs> it's like you know cool and it's yeah, like yeah, and it's yeah, for yeah, something totally that everybody can experience which is kind of mm-hmm. it's interesting to me because it's like that's why it was like funny when i released heaven calls because like that song's like about like depression and like what mm-hmm. i'm facing and people are like, I wonder what the story is behind this. And I'm like, it's not a story. It's just you read. And then like on some reaction videos, like they're reading the lyrics out loud. I'm like, oh, geez, like I really wrote that. Like, <laughs> like that's yeah, pretty yeah. dark, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So, so, yeah, I was going to say, I, I found a couple reaction videos um, from a couple places. It seems like it's made the made the run in in the reaction video. Lane. Yeah, which has been cool. It's been it's been it's always in the, like I always enjoy like seeing people react to my music so for sure like it's 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 cool like reacting to like convictions but like especially when it's mine it's like because mm-hmm. it's like all me it's like yeah, this yeah. is it just well, so cool 
the and then comparing so world divided obviously it's way more personal way more, and across the board and you have way more um like control control over everything yeah, yeah. yeah. so versus the conviction stuff I, I i know wade co-writes a lot with basically he, everybody he, that comes in does. there so was there some stuff going into the convictions album where you were like we ended up changing a lot of stuff. He wrote a lot of stuff. Right. We wrote together. Like, you no. know what I'm saying? And did you and did you learn a lot from that? Yeah, I uh yeah, no, I think during his his process taught me a lot of how important lyrics are, but not mm-hmm. the way that lyrics um not in the way of what they're saying, but in the way they flow. Mm-hmm. And like the iconic parts. Like you, you gotcha. have iconic things, like iconic. I say iconic, but like, like this is supposed to stick out because this is a cool line, yeah. you know. But it's like, like it the, also like the very hooky parts and not kitschy, but like, like you know, literally parts. Like that- yeah, it was so crazy because like I never like things that I never have thought about, and it was like so now it's and then I learned from him was like, um, he would be like, oh, this is supposed to have like an R sound, not a uh sound. Like literally something like that. It's so simple. It's like such a dumb, it's like dumb little detail, but you're like, yeah, no, that makes a huge difference, you know? And so it just like things, I can't even give you an example, but like things like that, it's like just little details. And then like, uh, yeah, the detail work of how he would write in his, like he, cause like we didn't start writing music. We literally sat with lyrics for like three days, three to four days, just writing, Mm -hmm lyrics before we even or start writing the music and then when recording the music that was when we like and then that was when he would kind of push things he would be like okay well this needs to be here and this needs to change and um it just i don't know i think working with him it's like i i kind of took everything again i just took everything that he does and just like yeah. i applied it to my own stuff and it's like it, it shows like you can like people can literally go to fail to be, which is written completely by myself with no experience. And then they can go to dispirit and heaven calls. And then like after the heaven, after the conviction stuff, it's like you can hear dispirit and heaven calls and see literally the growth. Like you can yeah. feel and hear the growth. And so, mm-hmm. and it just show it just shows like that's just from what that's just everything I learned. So, yeah, like melodies and just how important it all is, and like I was gonna say, he's a very he's a very stickler for melody. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, I feel like I still struggle with melodies. Like, and it's funny because I think it was Josh. He was talking about how he, like, uh, he was on the podcast. He was like talking about, uh, um, he was like, yeah, he's like, now I started to record random gibberish on his on phone. His, yeah, well, on his phone, and then but he started recording it to the. Yeah, into the DAW, and he's like, and then I take those parts, and I'm like, hey, that's what I'm doing. Like, I just started. I it's like I just kind of started doing that too. Like, I just make gibberish, Mm -hmm. and that's how I come up with my melodies now. And so, yeah. Um, and then I yeah, it 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 gives you a good place to start with a good framework. Framework, and it's funny too, because like even it's like my like again, it's like at least for me, it's like I already like I the thing is like I can hear things that. Mm-hmm. need to happen like five steps before it even happens so i'm like okay i just need mm-hmm. to get to that it's like okay i need to add this i need to add that's it's like it builds so fast for me and so 
I people have told me I work very quickly and I'm like I mm-hmm. yeah I'm like it's just what I want you know <laughs> so it's like I know what I want yeah, so yeah, yeah. but uh with melodies it's funny because like whenever I do the gibberish I can hear literally like lyrics as it's going mm-hmm. like I can hear hints of like oh I'm saying this word for some reason okay wait and then yeah. I tie it all in I'm like okay that's cool and so I don't know it's just like a non-stop working machine in my mind <laughs> no, no, yeah it totally makes sense it totally makes sense um Let's go to, uh, let's go to a top five or top five bands that you're listening to right now. Okay. All right. Cause I don't like to go, I don't like to go ever because no, yeah, that, that you basically have like one or two and then like the bottom three. I don't even think I would be able to name an ever. Like I don't even have. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Cause like my taste in music has changed so drastically lately mm-hmm. um so right now i would say like top five things i'm listening to right now definitely so i would definitely say nine inch nails of course um i would throw in i'm just i'm throwing water parks their new album nice. greatest hits yeah it is so good it's really good like I hate how good it is. I saw it and I was like, yeah. four, 15 <laughs> tracks. I was like, yeah. what? And I listened to the whole and thing and I was like, bangers. I was like that. I was like, where, where were the 15 songs? So I was like, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. thing is a masterpiece. And like, I love like the ballsiness behind the title, like greatest mm-hmm. hits. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just, They're all just bangers back to back. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, definitely like, res- like, respect to that album like i love that album right now um i think i would i think i'm just gonna throw in gene dawson too because that's sick um nice gene isn't j-e-a-n j-e-a-n yeah yeah I'm, or maybe it's john dawson i don't know john, john i don't know yeah gene john. gene john i don't know but uh i just discovered him literally just discovered him like maybe last week <laughs> and so nice. i've been listening to that and i'm like that's what i put on um, trying to think of the heavy. I don't know if I have anything heavy. I feel like I've been listening to anything but heavy. Um, what I say? Nine Inch Nails, Water Parks, Gene Austin's new album. Uh, what we have? Two more? Yeah, two more. All right, I gotta pick a heavy. I gotta pick a heavy. At least a heavy. I don't want to say Alpha Wolf because I don't really. I really. Alpha Wolf's new album is sick though. Bro, Alpha, Alpha Wolf is goes so hard. It is pretty sick. Uh, have you listened to the new Lorna Shore single? Dude, I I have okay, so I have, but I skipped through like halfway through. I skipped so to the end. It's too long. It's too it's, long. The end is the only part that I matters. I saw like six minutes and thirty seconds, and I was like, dude, I'm not listening to it's this too whole long. thing. Yeah. It's it's an old school it's an old school death metal song. I get it. Yeah, it's cool. I I dig it. I listened honestly to the first two and a half minutes. Yeah. and the last two and a half minutes. Right. That middle section, I was like, meh. Yeah, but it's like if they chopped it up. Oh, okay. Oh, they're, they're, okay. That's a band. That's a band. Uh, Brand of Sacrifice. Oh yeah, dude. Their Good their one. their latest album. Um, I've been listening to uh, Brand of Sacrifice. Um, but yeah, the Lone Short. Yeah, that ending is just ridiculous the that little like pig squeal thing made my skin crawl where it's just his vocal and he's just like just 
<sighs> I was like, I was like, yeah. like I got scared for some reason. I yeah. was like, yo, what was <laughs> that? That yeah, it was yeah. sick. It was like that part was sick. But for sure, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't really bothered with the last song, or like the entire song. Um, but yeah, the Brand of Sacrifice album, that's the heavy that I've been listening to. Nice. And um, I guess I'll just throw in. Yeah, I'll just throw in Marilyn Manson. Whatever. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. The uh, that I mean, you can't go wrong. With that as a classic, he's a classic, dude, dude. Yeah, it's just been especially, especially with what you're writing right now. Yeah. Like, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's like, uh, like I said, it's like I, it's like I've just, it's like I'm discovering this. To me, it's like all new sound, you know, because I've never listened to yeah. this music before. So, it's just been like really fun, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna have you listened to Landmarks? Yes, yes, that uh, album is. Uh, if you haven't. If you haven't listened to that record, it's really, really no, good. No, it's super sick. I love that album because, like, I love, like, how they go into, like, the... They do, like, some beat-type stuff and, like... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's different. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's super unique. I feel like it's very much up your alley. Yeah, Landmarks. I was just Definitely thinking, I was just thinking of, Yeah, I was just thinking about that record for some reason uh, when you said... I don't even know how I jumped... Oh, because you... They're Australian. Yeah, that's what that's that's what it was. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're Australian. So many bands are Australian right now that I <laughs> that I like. And I'm like, you guys are like, you guys, they're just killing it over there, dude. Right? It's so crazy. Um, so, uh, what you got to plug, man? Oh, I didn't even ask you this. I meant to ask you this a second ago. Uh, and you can use this as a plug for your Instagram. Oh, okay. But why is your Instagram name Teasing Levi? Oh, man. That's so fun. <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking about making a post about it because I get so many questions. And it's so funny because, like, outside of Arizona and, like, of my friends group, mm-hmm. I'm I'm known as Levi. Like, people call me Levi. And I respond to it. That's, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm fine with being called Levi. It's not. It's a cool name. Um, Levi was my old dog. He was a boxer. And gotcha. it's such a it's such a dark story behind the name. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, it's like it's such a dark story, and it's like it bums everybody out every time they ask because they think it's like going to be like some fun story. I'm like, yeah, no, it's pretty yeah. depressing. But um, <laughs> when I was like a kid, like I uh, it was it's my Xbox title when I was making an online oh, okay. thing, and they were just like because I put in something Levi because I was like, oh, my dogs are here, and so then it was like, how about teasing Levi? I was like, okay, that's sick, and then I just. So then he died. I was like, I will carry your name till the day I die. <laughs> and so now I'm teasing Levi everywhere across the board. Like my YouTube channel Heck was yeah, teasing dude. Levi. Um, my Instagram is teasing Levi. So if people, you know, do you want to follow me or check me out? Like that's where you yeah, yeah. find most of my, that's usually Instagram is like the only thing I post on like ever. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't even think we're friends on Facebook. No, no, I don't. I don't use Facebook at all. I, th- I try for some, so I made a Facebook to do Facebook ads and it created an yeah. account for me. So people have been adding me on there a lot and I have, I don't even know mm-hmm. how to use Facebook, which is funny because I just don't know how to use it. <laughs> and so yeah. I, it's for some reason, it's super confusing to me. And so, uh, yeah, so I don't really have Facebook. It's just Instagram. You can find That's me. Like, on Instagram. So yeah, it's Instagram at teasing, teasing Levi and, uh, at world underscore divided underscore band. Yeah. Right? Did I get that right? And then convictions and rock. And convictions is, rocks. Yeah, that's I'm about to say at everything that I'm a part of, pretty much. 
Yeah, but I think if you go to just at teasing Levi, you sh- I think you have everything in. Yeah, your, you can literally just find everything in your bio. Yeah, yeah. super clean. So, and we'll have uh, links to him down below Sick. on the YouTube and on the description of podcast episodes. Uh, dude, Daniel, thanks for coming and hanging, dude, man. Of course, I'm. Dude, I'm gonna have you I'm guys so are gonna have to bring me on again because I don't know. I could talk about this stuff all day. Dude, I I, I want to bring you on just so you Josh can talk about like weird because he's like super into '90s music. He's talked about it some on the podcast yeah. where he's just like, I just got like deep into '90s I, music. I was like, I just need you two to geek out about '90s. Dude, I rock love music. Uh, just like I love how like sometimes you like diss his mixes. You're like, yeah, he just likes to distort yeah. stuff. And I'm like, me too. Yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> it's so funny. If it's not clipped to heck, and yeah, just that, it's literally ever- like. Red line. That's what I'm down for. I'm like, just clip it, clip it all, you know. Yeah, so, but yeah, you cr- like right. it cracks me up every time you like diss him. He's like, hey, hey, man. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, dude. He's he's super cool. Uh, we'll have to have you on so you guys can chat about clipping your buses in '90s. Oh, rock. dude, for sure. Uh, but dude, thanks so much for coming and hanging and uh, talking about random stuff. Of and, course. You know, on anytime, this- anytime. Thursday uh this episode is actually going to drop tonight oh wow so Let's because J- Josh couldn't do the episode earlier in the week shame so shame you my you my episode this week cool dog. works out <laughs> I get yeah. to post it now let's go I'm down heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> um sounds good dude well All right. uh we will hang up here and continue talking so cool. Everybody, right. thanks for coming Later, and, and listening. See ya. And that's it for this episode of the Home Studio Hangout Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a review. It helps the show so much. Uh, kind of get out there for new people to find. Uh, if you want to watch this, if you aren't already, uh, check us out on YouTube by searching Home Studio Hangout Uh, And thank you so much again for giving us your time and your attention. And remember, keep on creating. 